0: Hey, everyone. Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 138th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who are looking for a job in this post-COVID job market an opportunity to sell themselves to new employees in the ad industry. And this is the 96th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. This episode, we have Mark Singer, who's most recently a junior-level you know, UX UI designer at Pink Coconut. You know, Mark, really happy to have you here.
1: Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Matt. I'm
0: really happy to be here. Of course, maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with the last two years. How you've been keeping busy, you know, et cetera. It's been a little bit of a shit show.
1: Oh my gosh, tell me about it. Um, yeah, you know, it's a really good question. Um, you know, the pandemic uh, actually has been strangely enough a tremendous period of growth for me. Um, I mean, I've been very fortunate that I've been healthy. um, But, you know, in so many aspects of my life, I've, uh, you know, like I found a partner and, um, you know, I um, got in this new journey where I'm exploring UX. Um, So, um, you know, considering what other people have experienced, um, you know, I was in the epicenter of the virus and uh, New York City felt apocalyptic (laughs) and dark at times. Um, You know, my studio is, apartment was facing this busy street and all day, all night, all I heard was ambulances. Um, so, you know, I was one of those people sanitizing my groceries, (laughs) not going outside unless I had to. So, um, yeah, suffice to say that was kind of the backdrop for a lot of growth and self-discovery.
0: Yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy time, but again, a lot of time on our hands of doing nothing. So good opportunity to learn some new skills, you know, dive into some different areas that we maybe weren't comfortable with before, finally have a moment for passion projects, whatever those may be, you know. It was definitely a weird balance, but definitely a lot of a lot of time to ponder and think and see where we want to go when we do come out of this, hopefully, you know, now or in the next few months. Uh maybe just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you got into UX, you know, design in general, maybe some agencies or clients you've worked on or worked at before? Uh yeah, certainly.
1: So um I mean, strangely enough, my journey uh to UX uh began when I was a real estate agent. Uh you know, I was helping clients find places to live and um rent vacant apartments. Um, I suggested to uh, my broker at the time uh that we should really streamline our um our process for rental applications. And uh, lease signings um, by using like an online portal uh, instead of scheduling meetings and you know taking time you know and using a paper because we were spending a lot of time scheduling and you know that time could be used for um, either meeting with new prospects or you know giving tours prospecting I guess I should say We yeah. um, you know maybe deal with like no shows and that kind of thing so uh, that that effort had met with a, a lot of resistance. Uh, because, you know, it's very much, you know, my my particular broker, she was doing this for a very long time, right. so she was not exactly, like, eager to change, um, and um, I was always met with, you know, you know, I kind of have these ideas, like, oh, I want to fix this, and then I would, um, I was always met with, Mark, you have to, you have to make the deal, that's, you know, the goal, you have to, you have to get the deal, but, like, you know, I wanted to fix problems, so, um that kind of is where the seeds for UX were planted
0: and did you have some experience in design or were you hoping if they said yes you'd kind of figure it out and learn how to go and do it Uh, so you know sort of
1: so I have a creative background um I um studied art in school um and I also minored in art I was doing visual arts in, in back in college um you know I was always artistic growing up and um I had taken, like, architectural um, uh, studio classes because my concentration was architecture.
0: A little little
1: circuitous route, you know, (laughs) to uh, (laughs) design, but, you know, I was always wanting to create things, um, and I always wanted to um, figure out solutions to problems. Even in my art, I was... Usually what was driving me was, like, you know, there's a problem that I want to solve, so...
0: You know, oh, I, and did you yeah. teach yourself the skills? Did you kind of go on YouTube? Did you go to, you know, maybe a school to teach yourself all these design, you know, sites and Yeah,
1: so I did a smattering of stuff, you know, like when I first first started, um, there was those free uh, uh like intro level classes that I could take. Um, you know, when they're trying to sell you on a boot camp okay. or something. So I didn't do that. Um, and then I, um, you know, there was kind of a period of time where I wasn't sure if I was going to do UX or social media marketing. So I was doing a lot of networking at that point. Um, just trying to get on the ground, talk to people. And, um, I was really pulled towards UX because I felt like there's a really deep, um, there's a lot of things I could do with it. Um, so, um, what I did was, um, I started to self-study. This is like at the point where I was like, I'm pretty sure about UX. Let me make sure that I'm interested, you know. Um, I uh, decided to self-study at uh, Interaction Design Foundation. Um, I took some of their courses. I learned, um, you know, the foundational theory-based stuff. Um, I learned about wicked problems, which is a term i never heard of. And I thought it was super interesting because, you know, it's all about solving complex problems, making impact, which that's like, no, it's only my jam, I want to do that. Um, so uh, yeah i um I self-studied and then I kind of transitioned to um you know I decided I wanted a more practical experience, so uh, I applied for a, a um boot camp at general
0: assembly. then um, that process kind of started. Cool, and what would you say you're looking for in your next role do you want? assume a full time job, but do you want it to be at a more traditional agency? Do you want to maybe be at a design firm? Do you want to be on the brand side? Um right.
1: So yeah, I'm I'm pretty flexible. Um because I'm kind of interested in just gaining as much experience as I can. Um you know I um when I went through the the boot camp at General Assembly, um I kind of gone went through this period uh, you know, I uh, my major in college was very research based. So I had gone through this journey where I thought like I really wanted research to be, you know, into user research. And um what had kind of happened was um I discovered that I really would like to have um a good base of knowledge before I specialize. So um I hope that answers your question. I um I guess right now I am looking at uh, freelance clients, contract clients, full-time roles, part-time roles. Um, I hear agency work would be really great because you have lots of exposure to lots
0: of different things. So, Yeah, totally. And tell um, me a little bit about your, your time at, at Pink Coconuts. You were working on a travel agency? Uh, yes, I was, yes.
1: Um, so, uh, yeah, it was really great. Um, you know, it was... Um, it was a um both a mobile and a web um onboarding flow um it was targeting a specific vertical in the lgbtq um community um basically it was like a travel package and um i got to uh you know i spoke with the client and um i did um research and task analysis um and um which was it was very helpful. Um, I know the client appreciated it because um, part of the task task analysis is kind of going through you know what each step is um, in that onboarding flow, and um, I know I helped them visualize it. Um, when it was finally um, when when the project had finally finished, and I presented it to the client, um, she just was so overwhelmed because. Part of it also was um, getting to the heart of like the UX writing um, and like understanding that vertical. And she felt like I really got it. And she, she was just overcome. It was really like, I, I, I don't know. I was really shocked because I was like, Oh wow. My work actually <laughs> has made an impact.
0: Yeah. It's a but, nice um, feeling. I mean, it's always tough presenting to the clients. You never know how they're going to respond sure. to get a, a good response is great. And then that goes to my next question, you know, on your LinkedIn page, and, and you were just mentioning too, you know, you do write a little bit. Would you consider yourself a writer or, you know, definitely a designer who just likes and is capable of writing as well?
1: Um, that's a good question. Um, so, I mean, I think right now I'm thinking of myself as a designer who can write. I did have a period of time where I um, was doing um, writing um, and, you know, growing up, I always liked to write. Um, so it is something that I might return Back to um, for sure. I think I, I do have some articles in the works of uh,
0: some things I'd like to publish, but we'll see. Well, cool. See do you happens. publish? Do you publish articles? Have you been doing that for a while? Um. So I did do
1: that. Um. Yeah. I I was uh, doing that. There was about a year period where I was working in freelance writing. I was pitching articles and doing that kind of thing. But um. I uh. It's, this year has been very busy, but uh, I would um, like true. to sit down and uh, reflect on some things and, you know, maybe, I don't know, either post a medium or something like that. Yeah, super cool. Again.
0: Yeah. What does is, what is being an advocate for the user mean? I know you wrote about that, how you kind of have the user always in mind first.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, being a, an advocate for the user for me, Um, I think that really means understanding them, um, understanding, uh, speaking with them, you know, when you're in the user interviews, um, really understanding them. Um, And, uh, you know, taking those trends and those things that you learn and really applying it to design decisions. Uh, One of the things that I feel strongly about is I think each design decision and when I'm prototyping and that kind of thing, I really feel strongly that uh, those things should really reflect the user. And, you know, of course, we're kind of bound by business constraints, um, but I'm not the type of designer who's really interested in just doing things because it appeals to me. I really want to know that there's it's really based in user needs. So that's kind of how I look at advocating for the user. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I
0: think that's really important. You can do projects for yourself that you selfishly think are really cool, but if the end consumer has no idea what's going on or doesn't gravitate towards it. It serves no purpose.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on?
1: Yes, I do. I um so I worked on a uh project. Uh, as was part of a hackathon. Um and uh it was in the ed tech space. Um it was um tablet based and um the kind of um it it was um I'm losing my words here That's all right but, um yeah, so uh basically the premise of it was to teach um teach kids how to read and write music um and one of the things that came out of that was um we we got we um we were in second place, which was really cool um and um i i- i one of the things i contributed to it was. Um I had uh, I had done the competitive and comparative analysis. I found like, you know, the, the hackathons are very short, it's like three days, but I found like twenty competitors and comparators. Um and uh when I presented my work, um yeah, my my team my team and the greater team of software engineers and uh data scientists, uh they really um excited about this one particular thing I found, and it actually turned into um uh, it ended up being like Um, it was like this, uh, app that had, um, uh, what it was called, like icons, I guess, these little frogs and, um, to help kids identify the notes. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And, um, it actually ended up inspiring the final product. So, um, you know, it was kind of really exciting. I also felt really good too, because I felt, you know, this was kind of an exploration in, um, Education, which is you know, that's one of the fields that I'm
0: interested in. Yeah, really cool. Did you have a background or just passion for music, or you were just kind of brought into that that project? I was kind of
1: brought into that project. You know, we were in the beginning stages. We were talking about like you know what kinds of things we wanted to do, um, and uh, we all kind of had some familiarity with music. Um, I mean, you know, I I did uh, play piano and guitar right. growing up. So I'm sure a lot of people did, but um, uh that seemed like, you know, is a common common ground that we could all kind of, you know, work from.
0: Cool, totally. And what are some of your better work qualities?
1: Um, my better work qualities, um, you know, I think I'm very driven. If uh there's a problem that needs to be solved, you know, I'm I'm like the first one I, I, I just wanna, you know, kind of get in there, roll up my sleeves. Um, I'm uh, persistent, um I guess is similar to to being driven um, <laughs> um I also you know I try to look at things uh I have a positive outlook um and kind of being a team player you know i'm um, really I think you know I, I can be very I, I get very invested, so um, making sure everything is working well,
0: yeah, I mean getting invested into whatever project here you know currently on is definitely a good quality and just being able to Work hard. There's some long hours in this industry, so being persistent, working hard—you know—definitely all, all comes in handy. What do you do outside of work?
1: Um, outside of work, you know, well, that's a good question. So I like to—I um, like to cook. And I like healthy food. Um, I um, oh, we just got a uh, my partner and I just got um, a smoothie pass. It's like twenty five bucks a month. And uh, unlimited movies, so we've been seeing movies. We just saw Belfast. Oh, cool. How was that? Um, it was good. It was interesting. Yeah, you know, it was it was okay. Yeah. It was good. It's always good to go out.
0: Definitely. Good to be back in the theaters.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, still masking up. Still safe. Um I think um you know it's uh I know some people haven't gone back yet, but um depending on the movie, sometimes it's not too crowded. So
0: Yeah, that's what I, I figured. And that's really it for me. The last question, unless there's anything else you want to touch on, is if you have a dream agency client or brand or someone you want to give a little shout out to. Uh
1: sure. Well, um, I think uh a, well a dream brand for me would be Headspace because um I think their design um uh their design uh, systems are just I mean you know, there's write-ups about it and it's just inspiring in itself um that's like the first company I applied for when I yeah. first got out of the camp. I was like oh I have to apply to Headspace and I've been like you know networking with people at Headspace so that definitely would be the dream. Um I've heard great things about the agency huge. Um and I know that's like a mover and shaker. So um, you know, I'm I would love to also kind of work with them and any other agency really that um I feel like is doing work that's really impactful and I can kind of um you know really make an impact really. I think that's what yeah. I, what, what I hope for, you know.
0: Totally both both good options. Do you wanna be in that field of you know work that drives, you know, culture but impact and change? Or are you fine, you know, working on other brands that maybe are selling sandwiches and, and soft drinks? You know, I'm
1: not I'm not opposed to I'm not opposed to um, you know, either. I'm not um I think everything serves kind of a purpose. Um but I think being in um a space where I am affecting social and cultural, and uh, you making social impact and cultural impact, um, and uh, even just generally helping people, like you know, in the health and wellness space. Um, you know, I think that would be really a really great great fit for me. Um, something that I would really, because um, I'm a very you know, I. I I prioritize eating healthy and fitness and all that kind of stuff um mental well being mindfulness um so if I can help other people in that process, I think that's my what I hope to do
0: yeah, totally well, appreciate it, really, thanks so much for hopping on and putting yourself out there and, and doing something like this
1: yeah, of course no i'm I'm really excited um you yeah, know, as I mentioned, this is um, one of my first podcast experiences. So, um, you know, it's been really great talking with you today, Matt. Um, I'm, you know, excited to talk about my craft. And, you know, certainly if, uh, anybody would like to, you know, find me on LinkedIn. You know, that's, my name is Mark Singer. You can look me up. It's all good.
0: Great. Well, good luck. That's a wrap. The 138th episode of Bouncing Back you know anyone looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the or for a large list of people who are ready to get back in the ad industry. And you can also check out these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks so much.